0: Hi, I'm Victoria and this is Colors of Cannabis. I'm Greens with Grace and guys get ready, pack a bowl, get your joints out, do what you need to do because we're about to have a little chat with you guys. So Grace and
1: I have known each other for the last few years in the traditional market, and we came together, and we have a passion for cannabis, for women, and honestly for getting high together and talking bullshit. I probably shouldn't say bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's OK because it's our podcast. It is. It is. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I've been using cannabis for 20 years. Um, I started using cannabis because my mom encouraged it to be quite frank and used it as medicine and I work in the traditional market for a test lab and what that means is I ensure there is clean cannabis available to consumers you can find me at clean cannabis Victoria on Instagram just to plug myself a little bit and it's really my passion that cannabis goes Beyond a recreational drug. Um, it's got medicinal uses. It's got therapeutic uses. It's really something to be celebrated. And the industry we're in has finally come to a point where we can create economic opportunities for families and people of color and women. And I'm really passionate about discussing that and normalizing it so that, you know, my kids can grow up in a world where cannabis in a smoky room like this. And us talking is something that is completely acceptable.
0: And just to add to that, I mean, that's really why we're here. We want to bridge the gap. We want to kind of end a lot of the stereotypes. And that's really what colors of cannabis is. I mean, there are so many literally colors of cannabis. And then figuratively, there's just so many different dynamics. And at the end of the day, I mean, that's what it is. There's, you know, the stoner, isn't what people think it used to be anymore i mean i i've often heard people say oh you don't look like a stoner and it's like what does a stoner look like but i'm getting ahead of myself uh it's it's very much the same for me
1: one of my earliest memories people really talk about the drug war but one of my earliest memories is being maybe four or five years old and sitting under a glass table looking at pounds of weed on a table. And then my dad went to We had very prison. different upbringings. Very different upbringings. <laughs> my dad went to prison for various crimes, cannabis being one of them. And as a black and Puerto Rican man, going to prison really changed the course of his life, which in turn changed the course of my life and i grew up in such a way that i actually really believed what dare told me i believed cannabis was a gateway drug i believe that's how you go to jail that's how you ruin your life that's everything that i didn't want to happen um and it caused so many issues for me growing up because my mom was a heavy cannabis user um ever since she immigrated here from india And I would watch her smoking pot and think, what kind of mother do I have who's smoking weed? When in reality, I had a mother, a single mother who worked two jobs, sent me to private school, raised an incredible human being to pat her and myself on the back. We'll give her that. And did it all. And pot helped her. And I didn't see that until... I got to an age where I could comprehend how we got to this point in time with cannabis in the United States at least and and how it's looked at and how it's stigmatized and what that means for women and people of color and children and when I finally could understand that and grasp that I was able to look at cannabis as something that could help me in my life I've told you probably more about me than you've known tell me about yourself
0: oh so like she said we met uh, a couple years ago in the cannabis space uh, I myself also got into it in the traditional market and um, then segued into our current and emerging market um, and very different story than your own I was raised by hmm Borderline strict They weren't too bad But pretty strict uh, Middle Eastern family They definitely They've never smoked weed Um, I've never seen them drunk Yeah So growing up um, It wasn't even You know You shouldn't smoke Or this or that It was like You're a woman Mm -hmm. We're Arab Like you don't smoke You don't do this So for me It was such a different experience You kind of grew up in it And got to make your own decision but I feel like I had to like come out green. I had to yeah. be I was in the green closet or what, yeah. what would you even call that? The yeah. grow. I was in the grow. Yeah. And then had to come out and just be like, hey, guys, I smoke weed. And you know what? It's still me. I'm still the same person. Please don't hate me. And it sounds crazy maybe to some, but like I worried about being disowned. Yeah. I worried about having my parents not pay for college anymore. And and then I did real estate and no one in my office smoked weed. And I worried about, you know, yeah. people finding out and would I lose my, we have an ethics clause. So it's like everything kind of in my relationship taught me opposite yeah. of yours.
1: Yeah, and I, I still deal with the same kind of stigmas to be very honest because my mom immigrated here from India. Am I close enough? <laughs> Um, But because my mom We're going to get real close Oh my god I need to pay for my
0: parking Guys we're going to wrap to commercial (laughs) (laughs) We don't have commercials We're not sponsored
1: But what I was going to say before I had to go pay for parking (laughs) Is My mom immigrating from India meant that I dealt with a lot of the same stigmas. Because until she reached a certain age and maturity level, there were certain things expected of her as well. And she was already outside of the bounds of what was normal in our culture. So it really did change kind of just the dynamic of how I thought about cannabis, even though she secretly encouraged it. It was... It was a very weird childhood, and then when she got remarried, my dad completely outlawed all cannabis in the house, even her use, and so we were both hiding our smoking from my dad. And it was just—he knows about all of this now, and he is going to be listening to the podcast. Um, it was a really weird way to grow up, no but now he's anymore. seen my success in the industry, and he has a different level of of respect
0: for it. My stepdad. Okay, so actually this brings a really um, a really fun topic and since we're colors, I'm going to make it green because green <laughs> is cannabis, it's also money, and there is something to say about how unfortunately uh, the money aspect of it actually came into play yeah. when I came out to my family because yeah. first they were devastated couple years into it, and, you know, me taking them on a trip to Mexico that I paid for, suddenly they came back and they were just singing a different tune. Yeah. My mom went from, like, complete denial to, like, you know what? It's a business. Okay? (laughs) It is a business. It is legal now. I mean, she won't touch it. It's not her thing. But it just suddenly, it's like... (laughs) She's enjoying the shopping in, and me paying for things. So they certain, enjoy the economic benefits.
1: In certain cultures, I mean, being very real, in certain cultures, and I know for my culture especially, it's really important that being Indian, like, your kid has a good job. Like, that is a status symbol for parents, right? Right. So when you can say your kid makes six figures, has a certain lifestyle, that's like they're, you know, they're drip to their family back in India.
0: Suddenly they don't really care what, what it is. They're... It changes. Yeah.
1: It does change. But you do have to reach a certain level of success to be able to do that, you know, for them and for them to accept that. And I know what you mean. When I, I gave my mom $5,000 in cash and said, here, Go buy yourself a spa.
0: I wasn't that generous.
1: Game-changing for her. Um, all of a sudden, I was completely legitimized in her and my dad's eyes and changed how they looked at us. And then we took them on a family vacation that same summer. And we became... This is how we
0: win them over, guys, with yeah. family vacations, basically. In,
1: especially for... For people who are first generation born in the united states in cannabis because i think that people don't really talk about that right like they kind of touch
0: on it wait here and about there. the first generation born or people, it being
1: yeah like there are many children in cannabis who are children of immigrants right and we're the first generation born in the united states so there's certain expectations placed on us and then you break the mold by going and getting involved in a legal drug because it really wasn't ex- Widely accepted until recently So you were basically A drug dealer in your parents Oh eyes.
0: and on that I'm gonna segue into I Hate that term drug dealer I because... do too
1: but that's how people have li- There are people Sitting in jail convicted as drug Dealers because of cannabis So you can't you can hate The term but it's a term the world is Forced upon us Could it is I... I have this one but I can light the fresh one Let me light a fresh one we're
0: gonna light a fresh one Ah, so I'm weird about that. I actually, I'm a snob. I don't like free-fried joints. Is that rude? And I
1: only smoke personal bowls. Oh. I mean, that's kind of cannabis news too, right? Is like how you consume. And right now, I will say I am really, really into pre-rolls. Like, it is...
0: I can totally say yes to this. I spend so,
1: way too much money on pre-rolls. She
0: really does. And I'll be real, uh, just being in the cannabis space, you are gifted to so many amazing um, both merchandise and product. And so this she is- doesn't need to, is the point. But everywhere we go, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to need four of those. Three of the <laughs> that one. Um, the infused, yeah, throw in a couple of those. <coughs> one of the packs I, and that's not a joke it's not an exaggeration this is um this is not your typical smoker i'm gonna put that out there this is a high end like full of all flavors i mean she pretty much what we, medicates every way i that?
1: medicate in every way i i like flour the most it's just so ritualistic it's my favorite but i definitely dab the flavor i'm really into terpenes because i understand terpene profiles i'm kind of a snob about it um, i love that i'm proud of it being educated about cannabis and being in the cannabis industry is really important you want to legitimize luck. yourself in the world well then you have to understand what it is you're selling and so that's how i've always looked at it is i have to understand this product and from terpenes to cannabinoids which are different
0: how do you feel about that one i like it you do i do i don't know
1: yeah i'm 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 about it it's sweet it's moon rocks oh it's moon
0: rocks yeah i'm not a fan but thank you we are welcome see now i'm gonna go personal bowl see i understand it's okay and i'm drinking grapefruit juice you can't see it uh i didn't think that through but yeah (laughs) Um,
1: so going back to just like cannabis news and talking Ooh. about, yeah, kind of our green topic.
0: Tell me, Victoria, what is our green topic?
1: I mean I have to say it, right? The leading lab in California had its license suspended this week. And Ooh. for me, I don't know what what that means to most people, but I know what it means to me as an educated consumer
0: my brain explodes with like just how many different groups individuals people it just affects like it's just unreal oh my god and butterfly
1: effect if you understand what lab testing means to the product you're consuming it kind of changes your perspective like yes we've been smoking cannabis for thousands of years just fine. <laughs> I acknowledge that, but we're really starting to tout it as medicine, like for children, for I mean, compromised people, and there are things that can hurt those people. And I definitely believe it has medical benefits. I mean, I see them every day in myself. I no per- one's denying that. Yeah, right. Like I personally use cannabis for therapeutic benefits to relieve stress. Um, most people don't know that growing up I had a stutter and I'm in sales and cannabis is the thing that helped me with that. And my mom encouraged that. Being I'm only from surprised
0: India. by the way, not that she had a stutter. That's totally, that's cool. But because I know what an incredible salesperson and just how like well spoken you are. Um, that's surprising, admittedly. That's I'm I'm surprised. I would never have guessed that. Oh my
1: god, a mad lisp and a stutter. And I heard it when yeah, you said lisp. It's I still struggle with that one. I get one when I'm high. I yeah. I high list. Yeah. You, is that
0: a thing to other is. people?
1: It is. That? It's definitely a thing. Okay. Cause you get the cotton mouth right. going. Normal. But cannabis was my medicine for dealing with that growing up and like dealing with bullying and and all the things that come along with having any kind of a speech impediment or any kind of disability in any way, right? Like kids are dicks.
0: I I feel biased, but I genuinely feel like cannabis, the medicinal just range and how it just affects different people and how, I mean, we just, we've barely even begun to really dive in, do research about the medicinal benefits. And from what we've seen and know today, I mean, it's unreal I mean children elderly people that are fit day-to-day wellness beauty care it's yeah and I mean
1: you talked about children I also you know I medicate my son with cannabis and maybe this is a red topic I want to start you. I want
0: you to define what that means uh, only because I genuinely feel like depending on who you just said medicate to that could mean different things. So, like, what would you define medicating your son as? Like, is it THC? Is it CBD? Are you mixing? Is there it's either
1: or? If you're using any form of cannabinoid, I don't differentiate between CBD and THC because it's a cannabinoid. THC is a cannabinoid. CBD is a cannabinoid. You're and just using a different no knows, part of the plant.
0: THC being. Um, Obviously the part that, not obviously I shouldn't say, but uh, the part of the plant that that does have the more euphoric benefits, it's gonna get you high, technically.
1: Psychedelic properties. Thank
0: you. Uh, And then um, CBD, CBD without THC um, being the part of the plant that does not have, uh, well actually that's debatable. I've recently heard people say that it's not, oh my God, I can't think of the term, I'm high. What's the term I'm going for? Uh I I've, oh uh, I've heard people say Oh my god, guys, help me <laughs> out. I'm asking this, is I'm asking production now. Um and not antipsychotic, what is it? anti-psychedelic or non-psychoactive. Uh, non-psychoactive. Yikes. I thought Shit. we weren't getting there, guys. No. I did not think we were going to get there. So, yeah. I I've heard both ways. Yeah. Um tell us after working in a lab, please.
1: Well, and it's not just a lab, right? Like I'm really passionate about knowing your plant and you can find a lot of information about cannabis on Google, like their studies, right? But so for some people, yeah, they do feel like they experience different properties. But on the whole, they're probably not experiencing anything. I really believe the CBD market as it is right now since the 2018 Farm Bill is a bunch of snake oil salesmen. I oh mean, no, no,
0: but I'm talking about the real stuff, not the stuff you get at the, well, at the gas pump station. Well, I'm like, not even talking. Please about don't that buy stuff. your CBD at the. Gas I'm not station. even just
1: talking about that stuff. I'm talking about the stuff that's sold in Walgreens, that's sold in CVS, in national major retailers, and they are different than a gas station because they require stability testing and safety testing to sell their products in the store. Oh, I didn't know that actually. So because of that, you're seeing these really high price points on these brands. And if you really look at the products, it'll be like derived from hemp seed oil.
0: Oh, I've seen this. And it's just... (sighs) Or it won't even have anything or it's it dead on once guys. i do the
1: testing yeah like the no the no lab. no
0: i mean it'll actually i was i was down at a bodega on the corner of where i live in hollywood i'll leave it there and <laughs> i was at this little place and and i I'm, I'm cool with the owner and he's a really cool guy and and i said oh my gosh look at this there's there is literally there's no cbd there's no hemp there's no there's nothing there is nothing in this look at the ingredients And then the guy looked at it and I said, are you still going to carry it? And he said, well, people buy it.
1: So that's what I mean about medicating your kid, too, is like you have to understand what cannabis is to medicate anyone, even yourself, if you're going to use it as a medicine and outside of like recreational, like fun, you got to understand the plant and what you're looking for. And so I do choose to medicate my son with a non-psychoactive cannabinoid that helps him deal with his adhd and you know he struggled with so many things and um the minute the minute we started giving him cannabis as a medicine or a cannabinoid as a medicine he went up 67 reading grade point levels in one semester he went up 25 grade point levels in math in one semester because he could focus, and it was such a difference than any kid, so much so that the school psychologist came and told us, I've never seen this with a kid on Ritalin before. What are you guys doing that's working? Um, And was very surprised when she learned I did not have him on Ritalin, Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm really proud of that, right, because cannabis is
0: a medicine. Plants over pills, 100%.
1: I, I mean, there there is a place for modern medicine, but I think we really need to start looking at the people who control, this is a really big topic, but the people who control our our world around us, right? And a lot of it is pharmaceutical companies and big business. We
0: cough, not COVID.
1: And like, that's a thing, right? <laughs> like there are medicines and pills and things that people really need. Like people need insulin. <laughs> but at the same time, There are more holistic ways of treating yourself
0: Over Not Yes Yeah
1: So I think that It's just like One of the topics We're definitely going to discuss On this show a lot more Is How you look at cannabis And how it treats you
0: Yeah I think um, I mean I don't have kids I guess we're Almost like the perfect opposites In that In that um, She's like the
1: Same age We're both in professional business Um, But she definitely Lives the fun Single girl life
0: (laughs) And then she has The mom life And the amazing husband And I think that's awesome And I think it's important To remember That it's okay To be either Yeah Um, But no It just I of course, in that sense, like, Yo, cannabis different has,
1: colors in cannabis. <laughs> yeah,
0: hey, it's true. Just another way of looking at it. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I think in the same way that, like, you know, you have your uses for cannabis. Uh, for me, it was a way of replacing, um, you said, focus with your yeah. son. I, I had really bad ADHD yeah. and kind of anxiety and stuff as a yeah. kid. And so it was a way of replacing my anxiety meds. Yeah. Um, and I chose to do that privately yeah. I guess I because my I didn't have much of a choice I mean my parents and doctors kind of put me on Paxil when I was really young uh, before I was 18 wow. and looking back I mean I was a Arab American kid trying yeah. to fit in and you're stuck in this crack of like your parents are like don't be like the American school can I say yeah. that and then you know you're you you're like, what do you mean? These are my friends. This is normal. Yeah. This is the life you brought me into. Yeah. Because they had no clue what it really meant. And then, you know, I am I knew, well, I'm definitely not, I didn't feel Arab. Like, yeah. I outside of speaking the language, I just yeah. didn't really relate.
1: I never felt Indian. I always have felt like an American kid, and even more so my kids. And I talk about this all the time because, like, my son's so proud of it. He's like, I'm from five different countries. <laughs> and he's Japanese Dang, and he's Mexican so and he's born here. And this is all he knows. He speaks no other language other than English. And I feel like that is a disservice to him. <laughs> um, but like, he is the true representation of that. And like, his parents work in cannabis and he knows that at age almost 10, he knows that. And we're really trying to normalize that for him.
0: Do you guys use cannabis in front of him?
1: Is it like a wait till he goes to bed? No, we definitely don't wait till he goes to bed. He is way too familiar with the smell of cannabis, probably. But at the same time, the way we position it and talk about it in our house, it is not something to be ashamed of. It's not something that changes who you are. It's not an excuse for any decisions you make
0: in life. I mean, people have a glass of wine in front of their children and that is completely normal. I know for my family. They didn't even really drink, but it wouldn't bother them. Like if I had wine or yeah. we had wine in front of kids. Yeah. Um, But oh my gosh, I'm a, I'm 37 and I would never smoke in front of my family. I would never smoke at a family function, and they all know. Like I've finally broken that mold, but I haven't even gotten to the point where I would dare. I light smoke up. with my 62 year old mother
1: she dabs she's full on dabs there was a point in time when we
0: lived with her my mom would think I was <laughs> doing crack like if that torch came out
1: it was just Two thirty 2 in the morning and my husband and I wake up and we hear a torch going and I'm like <laughs> is that what I think it is and he's like yeah it's your mom <laughs> she's in the
0: garage dabbing right now it's like okay
1: wow 62 yeah, years old. Yeah, no, I don't
0: think, uh, I know you should, like, never say never, yeah. but I'm pretty, I think I can fairly say my mom is never going to take a dab, like, it's not happening.
1: I got, my dad finally got her a bong smoked. for Mother's Day, that was, like, a big thing, he asked me to go buy it, he was like, here's $100, is that enough to get one of those devices? It's like, yes, devices. but let me take care of this.
0: My mom, like, growing up would come up to me, um, and she would hug me. Yeah. Is that weed? Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I actually smoked cigarettes. Growing, I know, terrible, but I smoked cigarettes, and I didn't smoke weed.
1: I smoked cigarettes, too. Biggest regret of my life. I feel like I probably lost, like, 16 years for every pack I smoked. Oh, no. But, but I mean, it is what it is. It Water happens. Water with lime. <laughs>
0: I run read something that said water with lime I'm a little high guys sorry I'm very elevated I should say inspired <laughs> um but no uh if you apparently if you drink water with lime it's supposed to help clear the phlegm or I don't know what to call it the whatever is happening the smokers cough yeah yeah so I bought lime yeah I yeah I... I'm going to start liming it up.
1: It was. I'll be very, very real. I got pregnant very quickly after meeting my husband. That just took a and train. that that made me quit smoking. And I thank the Lord every day that it was really unattractive to me after that because I never went back to it ever again. Um, hey,
0: I'm glad. Whatever right? the reason was. Wow,
1: I didn't it, expect it you was to go that prom- promiscuity, but it helped.
0: <laughs> Hey. It's, it's the truth of the matter It's okay There's many colors of yeah. cannabis <laughs> We did wait. Oh uh, I'm gonna I'm totally gonna take that and go another direction <laughs> So red Relationships And cannabis uh, I guess again We're gonna have such different perspectives Because you're married and you and your husband Both use cannabis yeah. I was married My ex did not use cannabis that was probably one of our two biggest (laughs) fighting points I would say Um, I don't want to say it doesn't completely work to not have a partner that like doesn't use cannabis with you but because I've actually now dated people that don't and since being divorced not like I'm dating and I'm I'm now yeah yeah four years off so but I just think now it's so different I try to be really upfront like it's in any bio the one bio, who am I lying to? It's just Tinder.
1: But Find her on in, Tinder. No, please
0: don't. No. Actually, I think it's it's disabled. Whatever. It's disabled right now. It's not on or whatever. It's um, okay. No, no, it's it's really not. But um just I'm feeling good right now. I don't none of that. No time for that guys. But um where was I going with that going? Thanks a lot. I can't uh, you know, honestly. Oh, sorry. What dating So a partner that uh, that does or doesn't smoke as a single person. I feel like um, Now I just never want to not be me. Yeah, so I'm just so upfront about it
1: But that has nothing to do with cannabis like you should just always be you and I think I struggled with that for a long time just how do you be yourself in a relationship i've been married for 10 years and i love how i
0: assume if you're smoking weed then everything's okay she has no problems because no. they smoke weed no. together
1: no no
0: relationships that
1: smoke together Just it helps it i bet fucking helps i mean there are ups and downs in a marriage and it helps when there's a bong between you like
0: <laughs> they have a strong bong between them
1: yeah <laughs> One day I'll share my Bong collection. It's Corns quite white extensive. Um But it does it does help to have shared shared passions and shared things, right? And my brain went for totally me pervy. And guys. my <laughs> husband, <laughs> um, the moment we met, like it was like, Do you wanna get high and play video games?
0: Yeah. And how old were you guys?
1: He was twenty five and I was like twenty-two, about to be twenty-three. Oh and, my God, that's um,
0: so cute. want to get high and play video games? I whooped his
1: ass so at I Call of Duty that. Modern Warfare multiple times. I'm a camper and he didn't like that. And so <laughs> that night progressed <laughs> very quickly. And, oh. um, but it really did help that we had shared like passions. Like, we really just wanted to get oh, high. She really meant passion. Yeah. Like, <laughs> We just really wanted to get high, though. Like, we talked about all the time, like, having a retail front, like, growing together, cultivating. Like, our passion was cannabis, and it See, helped that cute. we liked each other, right? And we're attracted to one another.
0: See, and it I, I don't know. I can't help it. I'm biased, but I just think that's so cute. Like, seeing them together, it's like a little can a king and queen it's
1: and it's not perfect like because that don't paint a picture because it's not i love you but it's not um because he's gonna listen to this but he we do work really hard to to be okay like marriage is really hard don't just walk into it i think all the time like i love your life like you live a really nice lifestyle like how attractive is that to live on your own in an apartment in LA and have nobody to answer to and no responsibilities and no kids to come home to. She's making it sound And nobody nice. else to consider in your decision making. Like, oh my gosh. Do you know, I have to think about three other people at all times. I have to know their social security numbers, their birth dates, make all their appointments <laughs> and myself. Like at this current point in time, I'm wiping two people's butts, my, oh my own no. and my kids. <laughs> And, like, that's just a lot. So, These are uh, the
0: darker colors of Canada. Yeah,
1: like, there's a lot that's attractive about a single life, right?
0: Yeah, when you put it like that. Uh, wow, you got me a little stumped with the <laughs> ending there. It's hard to, like, come back from the two. Yeah. Uh,
1: that's my warning against having kids. Swiping, yeah. Know, like.
0: <laughs> That's my warning
1: against having kids before you know what they are.
0: (laughs) It's a lot of responsibility. Her kids are really adorable, I just want to say. It's super lovable and sweet. And
1: very well behaved. I'm so proud of that. Oh, my gosh. Like, my kid has no problem saying his parents are drug dealers at career day. But (laughs) he he didn't say it out loud. He wanted to. He he wanted to say it out loud. We had the
0: discussion. Uh, but, I just I guess I more I feel like drug that word drug and I just I, it's a plant. I can't help it. I is it weird that I'm taking offense for on behalf of this plant? It is
1: currently a schedule 1 drug in the United States. So yeah, why? But why aren't we calling we it a drug? We also had
0: Trump be our president now, for the last 4 years.
1: Right. But just because you call it what it is doesn't mean that it isn't still a plant because it is a plant and it shouldn't be classified as a drug. And you just oh, no. have to use that those at terms. terms, right? But I
0: no, but I just I guess I don't know. I guess uh, especially when I made the switch to go from traditional to yeah. like this new emerging market, uh, I I really find words like that like so taboo. I can't help it. I yeah. used to say, "Oh, I'm a pharmaceutical sales rep." Before I'd really come out green. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm just way more uh, uh, like open and honest. I say like like, technically sales and distro for cannabis.
1: Like technically, the reality is, the federal government can come in and arrest you for selling a Schedule One drug at this very moment in time. I'm a gangster. You have no federal protections, and because you take offense to the word just honestly it feels to me even more empowering to say it like why are you calling it this because it's not look at what heroin look at what all of these companies did to states like oklahoma who won a lawsuit you know against pharmaceutical companies yeah yeah and those are drugs that hurt people guys we'll do those later right but those are drugs that hurt people and have destroyed lives and had very little checks and balances on them and look at what cannabis has to go through and you don't see any of that same thing so to me it's like why are you calling this a drug why it's not in my opinion it's definitely different than (sighs) then i guess
0: i'm lost on like then you're agreeing with me
1: yeah it's not a good word to use for it but I'm not afraid of using that word because it's what people call me uh, it's what I'm people not say afraid
0: I do. of using it I just feel like when somebody uses it I can't help but want to correct them yeah because I, and I want the them to understand and I guess that I do the the, same their thing. drug dealer yeah um, I mean go to your local pharmacy and you will get prescribed any one of those drugs right and I just feel like what we're providing real patients—it's yeah. not a drug. It is—it's a plant. And so I know that that's technically, it's classified yeah. um, as a drug. But I can't help it. I'm just too hippy dippy, maybe. Just but plant it's power. not a drug.
1: You're right. But I—I I think words are important.
0: Words and colors. Yeah. And on that, maybe a break. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Uh, This was early, early on in my uh, cannabis career. Yeah. I was in a shop, actually, and I've switched stories now, but this one's better. I was in a shop, and uh, an owner asked my opinion. Yeah. And I knew she valued my opinion, so this is where it got skewed. I, for just a second, forgot and thought we were friends. And it's, Uh I mean, we have a business relationship. And we don't really hang out outside of that. We didn't before that. So, anywho we'd worked together a while and I just rookie mistake really thought we were friends yeah. and um, just very quickly learned um, that that wasn't the case and that people put business first yeah yeah
1: yeah I um I've made a quite a few rookie mistakes in oh. my career in cannabis and have learned quite a lot about people and companies and who you want to work for and who you want to be. So I feel, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I want to do this podcast, right? Like hmm. to talk about some of the experiences we've both had in this workplace. And one of the things that we're doing for ourselves is we are starting a brand for ourselves.
0: Ooh. You just maybe remember my trade, thought I lost it there. So, I was, this owner mistook yeah. our relationship and, uh, sorry, no, I. No, it's okay. There. And um, <clears throat> suddenly she asked my opinion. Yeah. She said, uh, Oh, what do you think of this brand? Yeah. And man, never assume. It was like the way, like her tone of voice, the way she said it. I thought she genuinely knew nothing about the brand yeah. and wanted it was my opinion. Hers. Uh, nope, it was her cousins. Of course. Yeah. So after I informed her that they had given us, like, product that yeah. got us really elevated at an event, but then when the they sent us product, we yeah. actually got it tested, which yeah. this was in the traditional market. Like, people didn't take the time and spend the money to get things tested, but we did. We were ahead of the curve. And, um... Yeah. So sure enough, the THC content was like less than 10%. I mean, it was actually, if I'm being real, it was less than 4%. I was like, this is nothing. Like, yeah. So I said to her, oh, you should take one of those and get it tested because I did and it's yeah. actually, you know, it's yeah. a faulty product. And it's like false advertising. And then she said, oh, I'll let my cousin know you said that. Yeah. Whoops. Yeah. So it's yeah, I, it was an early on lesson, luckily. And luckily, I continued to work with her and it didn't end the relationship. And I think she stopped carrying them. Right. But um, I learned really want to give too many
1: trade secrets about how I deal with that. And <laughs> since I approach brands quite frequently. Well, but... you were in
0: testing. I was in sales. Yeah. Very different. I, I used a testing example and didn't think that kind of side yeah. through. But uh, for me, it was more just learning that like never, ever, ever speak on another brand. You do not know if that's their brand, as you said, if it's their friend, family, whatever, um, or if they're just baiting you to see if you're gonna talk about a brand. I mean, if your brand's good enough, it should speak for itself. I think that's why.
1: Well, also people have different tastes, right? Like like there are different wines, there are different strains. I know I'm like totally gonna have to like that again um there are different you're like yeah i got it there's different colors to cannabis there are <laughs> I'm a cheesecake sorry. but like there's just different things that people prefer and and just because you might grow great cannabis it might not be what i like and like some people really really like you know outdoor light depths whatever you want to call it some people really are okay with it right and i Do not enjoy that I'm an indoor girl and
0: I'm actually I have to ask you
1: mean outside of California
0: right is that no
1: like even in California like we talk about the traditional now my snobbery comes but there's a very big difference between Northern California and Southern California in terms of growing and and who thinks what is good weed right like I think there's beautiful outdoor weed but I still have a preference for indoor There's more control over
0: it. But indoor, outdoor, and those versus light depth. I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe it's a privilege that I feel this way. You're right. But in California, I can genuinely say I don't know anybody. I don't think I know anybody that knows anybody. And if you do, I'm looking at you. But (laughs) that smokes light depth. I don't know.
1: I do know a lot of people that do because – Out here – it's in so many brands How do you have all of these licensed grows Up in Carpinteria and yuck. Santa Barbara
0: Straight up yuck
1: that's That such, are That's gross Oh do you hear that mixed We're in Hollywood. Lighting. Yeah Basically mixed lighting You know Facilities And so it's being Grown in In different conditions Than a traditional indoor And that weed has to go somewhere And those people are doing well And I mean All of the biggest brands In the states Even, you know, the brands that my husband is putting product into are buying light depths. It's just what price point does the consumer want to be at? To be real, right now in this market and with the pandemic, nobody is trying to spend $75 an eighth, which is what it really is to get good indoor quality cannabis. It's really hard. It's outrageous. Yeah, it's really hard to to push that when people are struggling for money. So you're looking at getting a thirty five dollar, forty five dollar eighth, and you have to have a different quality of cannabis that goes into that. Here you go. Oh, I was and just, um, <laughs> I just took that bong rip. And so yeah, the light depth is sec. going in everything. Outdoor is going in quite a few brands it's there's a huge demand for all kinds of cannabis in California I mean that's why it's a growing essential industry really and here really a quickly a fun fact okay I think is really cool when people voted on prop 64 Mm -hmm. most people did not realize that the 64 came from the average cost of what an eighth would be really Yes. Is that a true fact? Proven true fact. Google it. Ha. Huh. And they voted on this not wow. knowing what it means. I, that's why I'm so passionate oh, about really like hilarious. knowing your cannabis like what's going Whoa. on because fun facts That's what Victoria. you voted on. You voted like on a $64 eighth. And no infrastructure for how this was all going to happen. I keep like letting this go out cuz we're talking. But that's what the state of California Is that what is it is or is it on.
0: a is it a crappy pre-roll?
1: Um, I'm looking at the paper.
0: Yeah, it's different. It's probably
1: what is that? it's. I don't want to say. Can I'll say the brand. And we can no, it no, up. no, no. But um, yeah, it's it's not. But the London pound cake had a pretty good taste to it. But yeah, it's not rolled as well as it could be. We're not gonna tell you about. I want to look. Yeah. Oh. Ho, ho. You know what? We'll give them a chance to come back. At, it's one of my favorite brands, actually. Consistently, they we have put some of down. The, f- the fresher. The fresher stuff on the shelf, if you look at their packaging dates, because I am a snob, so I do look at the stuff on labels when I, I go to buy I think they're some of the
0: most amazing people. And this also came out of that. a three pack, though. Okay, so they have different so manufacturing dates too. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question on yeah. that actually, because you're a huge cannabis consumer. Yeah. You actually buy a lot from dispensaries and I know a lot of people out there do and so please like give us the insight on the pre-roll game in that even though I made my way in the game legit selling pre-rolls but they were infused and really awesome and we had amazing weed and they were legit. I tested your pre-rolls at a
1: certain point in time.
0: That's right. She did. Um, But so the ones out on the market now and the ones that we're seeing Do you feel like this is a consistent thing? I mean, we you know, I I thought we had shifted gears. Sorry, I'm making this a really long question, but I thought we had shifted gears and we're doing better pre-rolls. How do you feel about now versus the non-traditional?
1: We're definitely doing a better job now at making pre-rolls than we were in the past. So one of the things I didn't realize was a risk in the past right like before testing was a a thing was that was required by the state like you want to pack them sooner rather than later so there's a thing called water activity and you can fail this in the state of California and it's the propensity for your cannabis to grow mold or mildew Mm. and so pre-rolls get shoved into tubes put in they're cool and then they get put in hot storage rooms. Pretty
0: much if any it, moisture. It becomes
1: a gets petri dish, there at all. Right. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why the state of California tests the way it tests, right? And I didn't know I really didn't know before I started delving into the regulations like why we test the way we test things and what we're testing for. But yeah, no, I'm not trying to smoke a pre roll that has mold
0: on it. <gasps> Right? No, none of us are. We're definitely not. Right. Um, so
1: definitely, you see a difference now in in pre rolls. They're going to market. You you want one that's been packed sooner rather than later. You want to look at the batch information on the back of your packaging, um, and it'll have a manufactured or a packaged. Do on Do you date. have
0: the right to ask your bud tender on the spot? Hey, I, this one's kind of older. Can I get a newer one? And they'll usually tell you, I don't have no, another one.
1: Yes, you do. But they'll usually tell you us
0: get non-traditional.
1: Oh, if you're still shopping in the or traditional, the traditional market, um, the Prop 215 days, you are really, really putting yourself at risk. And I just I hate to say that it's the reality is if that weed were really, really safe, it probably could get sold on the legal market. And what that really means is that there's a lack of access for people who should be licensed to have a career in this community. That's a really big conversation.
0: Okay. Yeah, and that does take it a different like road. And I don't know if, for anyone who didn't no control. catch that, like what you said is so important because for some people, yes, that is the case that obviously it doesn't pass and that's so scary. We see, well, I don't know if you see, but some of the stuff we see would definitely freak you out. Like some of the things that we see, like mold. Yeah. Um, we don't see pesticide, but we get you know. Actually, results. we do. We can. Oh boy. We do Pass see checker. pesticide
1: fail still. You can look at these informations on the state of California's BCC website. Actually, they come out. I with meant the weekly physically. report. No, you don't see. Yeah, but we see them in the product when we test
0: them. That's what I meant. Oh, I thought, what the heck? Now (laughs) we physically, is this some glowing new like (laughs) algae? Like what is that? bioluminescent like, frick? I I said frick because I don't know if we can cuss yet. That's Um, where we're at, guys.
1: But yeah, we we (sighs) see all of that. You're right. We see all of it. Not bioluminescent. Yeah, I know, but we do okay. see it. We do see it in the plant. Bioluminescent? To... No. It just...
0: Cannabis is actually being consumed on this podcast.
1: These are not props, people. Um, I forgot where I was going.
0: The bioluminescent uh, weed. Yeah, that's where you were there's trying none. to get out there's of. None. Yeah, yeah, there's not any. So. We learned a lot today. <laughs> I feel like I knew that, but uh, it was good to hear it confirmed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so, right. It's not in the soil. But before
1: we were talking about that, what were we talking about so we can get
0: back to that? Oh, uh, pre-rolls. Yeah. So, um, So actually, the roundabout real question I'm asking is like, are they still potent? That's what I'm asking
1: Yeah, pre-rolls are potent But what does potency really matter? Because let me be very honest Oh, I
0: knew where this is going
1: I smoke so much in the day That I do I start with a bowl in the morning I I smoke throughout my day I consume in various forms I probably consume about Four to five grams of cannabis a day So really does it matter If I start with something that's 15% And have something 30% later And
0: Oh, so she has dessert at the end? See, I eat dessert first. So I start at 30% and then by the end of the day, who cares if it's like a 15% because I'm, I'm just cruising now.
1: I mean, I really don't. Uh, let, me take else perc- cruise control? let me take guys- the percentages back because it's not even dinner and dessert <laughs> because I want this to be very clear. My body in the morning yeah. prefers more uplifting terpenes and cannabinoids. That could
0: still have. A I bang. want
1: something that has. Yeah, it could be thirty percent. cough, not COVID. It definitely could be a thirty percent strain. But what I'm looking for in the morning <coughs> Ooh, is delayed. something that probably tastes pretty fruity, makes me feel creative and happy and giggly like and lashing. Yeah, I like gelatos. Um, i i If you can't see it, I'm squinting like eh. mimosas. Um. There's some there's some different things out there. I really more look at the terpene profile. I was just gonna
0: say you are terp.
1: Yeah. Oriented. More than the names because people are naming things whatever they want in this industry. And so the name means nothing.
0: Those are facts. I, I feel like I it's funny to me now when people say, Is it Indica or Sativa? And I'm like, it's all hybrid. Do you it's know what your favorite hybrid. terpene is? What mine is? Yeah. Um Yes, but at this stoner moment, I don't want to um, <laughs> try to pronounce it because I always say it wrong. It's okay. Every
1: it's. It. I still say I'm wrong from uh,
0: time to l- time. Limamine. Limonene. Limonene. I can never. Why? That's, oh, see, because I'm using words like never. That's. <gasps> I, will, talk me. I will. I will. Nope. Limonene. No. I say it. Ba- no, I say it backwards. It's okay. It's, what, it's a hard it one. Say it again. Limonene. <sighs> yeah. Limonene. How can it be my favorite? Okay, the hardest and I can't one say, though, it, the guys. hardest one Limonine. is lime. Nope, I said it wrong is again. beta-caryophyllene. Beta-caryophyllene.
1: It to me that's the hardest one when you look at how it's spelled, it does not sound at all like so it looks. So weird. Um, but that's probably one of my favorite terpenes and it's got like these super anti-inflammatory properties. Oh, I should be hitting that up. You should as a woman, right? Because mm-hmm. at that time of the month we're really inflamed and when you start to think of cannabis as a medicine, what does your body need at that moment in time? So like, An anti inflammatory. Yeah, like potency to me doesn't matter because I don't I'm just so over potency. It's it's about what does my body want and need at that moment because it's all going to get me high.
0: Hmm. Well, it's not all going to get you high.
1: It's all going to give me something.
0: Right. Okay. No, I'll give it that. We'll give the plant. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny.
1: So I, that was a good conversation though Yeah And I then worried. I was like
0: Shit I didn't know where to go And then I remembered <laughs> You guys are here And then I get anxious That yeah, you're no, here no, no, no.
1: <sighs> I really I really like talking about Weed as medicine Like it's so Like I really want women To understand what weed Can do for them What weed See I don't even like the word weed But I do use it when I'm stoned But I I want them to understand What cannabis Can do for
0: them mm. It's oh, okay, okay I get that In that Um I use cannabis in different yeah. forms as well. And for me, like edibles yeah. versus uh, smoking flour, uh, edibles to me are medicine. A hundred. <laughs> and I'm not hundred taking that for a good time. I mean, it's a good time, but I'm going to sleep. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm or I'm going to eat yep. in a very catatonic state and so for me that's not something I could yeah. do day to day I'm not gonna be able to function I'm a highly motivated stoner and so I have to have a far more like I consume in a different way because of that
1: so you know I had a major surgery in January um, it was a really really serious surgery and I was prescribed opioids which quite honestly my body needed them um and i took them for seven days Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because of the type of surgery that i had Um, and after seven days i completely cut them off and moved to edibles and i'm gonna have to plug this company because they're amazing and it really was a lifesaver for me papa and barclay's relief capsules that are full of beta caryophylline um and other cannabinoids and I was taking four of those a day and they only sell seven in a bottle and a bottles $21 I was taking Hmm. four of those a day um, and eating edibles and I think prices are important I'm actually very passionate about that
0: prices are gonna vary in what city you're in um, what the taxes the shop taxes
1: on average is still about 30% on top of that $20 And so when we start talking about cannabis as medicine and you're a voter, it's important to talk to your state about why those prices matter. Because you know what? $20 for those seven capsules and what I know goes into it is probably fair, right? But the 35% tax on top of it isn't. Yeah. I think that's really important to like to know is like, We have a voice in what's going on in our state as far as the tax on cultivators, the retail taxes. And if you want to see a lower price and see the people that are licensed in our market thrive and see the black market start to fade away.
0: The traditional market?
1: Yeah, the traditional market. You have to have less barriers to access for people. Because it's so much easier to go buy something on the traditional market and not pay that tax. I mean, financially it is.
0: Well, I'm going to I'm actually going to go back to where you started. Um, And it's funny because we've actually been pretty careful not to mention brands, but I got the sirens are really helping again, Hollywood. But um, you said Papa and Barkley, So I'm going to piggyback off that. I started in cannabis in 2012, yeah. and it was probably four years ago, maybe no three. So like, two about 2017, I hurt my back really bad, and I yep. was actually on the floor in this uh, very very place, and I just I didn't know what to do, and I called yep. a friend, and I was in so much pain, and she says don't you work in cannabis? Yeah. And I was like, yeah. And she goes, edibles, topicals, rubs. Yeah. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I felt so silly. Well, at the time I had a driver for a distro I was doing. And so the driver happened to, it was just good luck, good fortune. He came that day. And I said to him, quick, I had been given samples. So I had four of these little Papa and Barkley, like some type of balm, like samples. And I'm laying on the floor. I tell him where to get them. And I'm like, Hey, could you like put this on my back? And then he had brought me edibles. And so I took the edibles. And I mean, at that point you want to zonk out. And then I had him rub in for, I think three days, just like religiously, like day and night rubbing it in. And guys, without any other form of medication, like literally no other medicating, no pharmaceuticals, um, I was healed and it was so silly because imagine being in cannabis for so long and then one day you have this almost like like I have been healed like cannabis works it it was a little dorky I felt like my friends were kind of like yeah isn't that what you've been saying but you have this almost renewed because I I have been using cannabis so long at this point that it's I hate no I don't hate to say it it's a little more recreational than it is medicinal for me Although if you think about how I probably replace like a daily anxiety med, it's probably a good mix. Or therapeutic is the word I I like to use. It's therapeutic for you. Yes. It's all part of a daily holistic wellness routine. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. I was going to say something and then I just completely forgot. Same.
0: I know, right? Maybe we take a minute.
1: No. No? I was going to say, well, no. Okay. (laughs) Okay. What were you talking about before, though?
0: I know. Okay. Well, we were talking about uh, the pre rolls. I think we identified that. Yeah,
1: we were done with that. That was gone.
0: And then I think we'll just have to move on to a new topic.
1: A new topic, yeah.
0: Well, we we talked about color and words, and we never really went where I kind of wanted to go with that. Um, So, I mean, the name of the show is, you know, The Colors of Cannabis. And colors traditionally uh, have actually played a huge role um, in literature and in a lot of different books and one that you guys will all know, so I'll use it for reference, The Great Gatsby. Um, In the original book, they actually use a lot of different colors in an effort to explain the characters, explain the narrative. And it's it's really cool. Like they explain Daisy, the main yeah. character. They say that she wears rose tinted glasses, and and they constantly refer to her as seeing things through like rose colored images. Yeah. And they use again green um, for like greed and money. Uh, of course, I see. It, honestly, green is such a great thing. Money being abundance, and yeah. But how cool is that? That like colors have played so many different roles agreed and i think it's
1: beautiful that cannabis has so many different colors but i really do think cannabis colors are our views on a lot of different parts of life and yeah i I think we look at so many different i think i misheard you just say our views yeah i think cannabis definitely like helps to paint how we look at things right because it's such an important part of our lives like it definitely colors our glasses we're not wearing rose tinted glasses we're wearing cannabis green tinted glasses
0: (laughs) we are and it's you know it's a funny play on uh, colors in the words but if you look at all the different strains I mean you have these beautiful little like orange and red almost whiskers in the plant and you see her with these vibrant green and then hazy purples and I just I uh, I could talk about weed all day. Working but. for
1: a test lab, it's one of my favorite things to still do is walk into a grow. Like it's uh I get this immediate rush of like I'm not <laughs> I'm supposed smiling to with you. be here. <laughs> yeah, like I'm not supposed to be here. This shouldn't be happening. Oh, I'm
0: supposed to be there. Like
1: there's 40 lights in this room. There's two mezzanines. Like what are we doing in cannabis right now that this is a legal way to make money and thank God I'm doing it. And I see, I see like 250 pounds a day pumping out of a facility, right? And I know what that means in terms of what a company is doing. And like there's companies doing a million dollars retail a week right now in sales. And like cannabis just has so much, yeah, good for them. I want this business to succeed. More than anything like it, It's supposed to create economic opportunities
0: For people um, I mean we have upcoming Ventures And I'd like to see those have uh... Well I want to I provide opportunity
1: For other people And I think a lot of the time in cannabis We've kind of gotten away from that um, With companies <laughs> I'm not going to say any names But there's just really big corporations coming in that are going to probably take away in the future like cannabis is not going to look like what it looked like two years ago or even today it's going to look so different
0: okay and now i'm going to push you a little when you say look like i can't help but think we keep saying colors of cannabis i'm going to go there when you say it looks different how do you see that looking different because right now i'd say one of the biggest shockers i'm seeing Is this whole? I was gonna say you you want me to say it. I feel like cannabis is gonna (laughs) look really
1: white right now if I'm gonna. If that's what you were implying, because yeah, Uh, it's
0: unfortunately white and then a very small percentage minority. Yeah, I didn't say white and black because it's important to understand that it's actually white and then minority, which is interesting because in California, white is the minority. And that's kind of confusing if you really followed what I just said there.
1: The world is confusing when we start talking about all of that. But I do think there's a reality that people have realized pretty quickly. Like it's, it's escaped them for a long time. And pretty quickly in the last like 10 years, there's been a shift in how people view the world, right? Like all of a sudden women demand more representation. Like for the first time in my life – ever, and I'm about to be 34 years old, I recently went into a job interview and I demanded equal pay of exactly what I knew I deserved. I demanded certain things that I needed for my life, like working remotely a certain amount of time because I have a family and I want a good work-life balance and I should still be paid fairly. And I felt good about walking into this interview and doing that for the first time in a long time. And I've been working since I was... 16 years old and I've never felt I had a right to ask for things until really recently like that's a new development for me and cannabis has really helped me get to that point too because there are good players in our space in California there are employers that want to see
0: really really good representation of everybody I mean it's true um I'm not going to be able to put it quite so eloquently, but uh, it, it's, it's, you know, we touched on race and now gender. It is something that was kind of confusing to me because, again, maybe it is this, uh, you know, unrealistic idea that I actually thought for some reason cannabis would be different. I really thought that all of us share this equal love for a plant and that this would be the one kind of area stage business climate where we would see this complete equality but we know that's not true no because there's people in jail for cannabis that's crazy like i say that with such privilege like i'm so i think i'm aware of the privilege that goes into saying that and probably just by even saying that i'm unaware
1: it it's such a weird, weird dynamic, and I don't think anybody has, can ever explain really what it is, right? But there is a privilege in being able to say it, right? Because most of the people in jail for cannabis are people of color, and they're not the people that are currently profiting millions of dollars. The cannabis industry is profitable. I don't care it's what very confusing you hear. Too we're essential. Yeah.
0: We're not legal. Oh, we're kind of legal. Just not federally legal. There Just is a lot bank, of complaint you know, about taxes and stuff like And I
1: support it for various reasons But This industry is very successful We're making money And the people that make are making money Are not the people that have paid for this To get to where it's at And I'm not the only person to say that It makes
0: me think like Is this too much of a hot topic To kind of end with But like I hear you say that Companies But I think it's going to money- come up
1: A lot in our discussions as we talk about the colors of cannabis, right? Because how do you
0: ignore that? Well, companies making money, but Can you really say, I mean, I feel like Majority of the companies that are currently like actually making money Are still, still have some leg in the traditional market
1: That's a big topic for another day Ah,
0: see that's I, I that's where I was going with that Is I heard her say You know That they're like making money On this right now like that they're financially Stable and all I could think is <clears throat> Yeah from which market
1: Well okay If we really talk about it Yes there are some players that probably do Dabble But there are other things like If you cut your grow on the site and you flash freeze it and you go cure it at a different facility, you get taxed at a different rate than you would if you cut and dry it all in the same facility. And that's a loophole within the law that changes taxes, right? So like
0: have a different that, mailing address to get out of the taxes in that city. I,
1: people are making money in, in this industry in the legal right ways when they've been really smart about how they navigate our brio- bureaucracy. That was that so list of those, Oh, that's okay.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't have even. Um, but I mean, some of those, you said loopholes, and I don't know if you want to end here, but some of those are loopholes and some of those i mean it's almost like i sometimes and i would never explain quite what but i sometimes find myself in predicaments where to no fault of my own i'm forced to do things that border in the very gray area of legality in that this part is legal and you can do it and and again i have to be vague and but then ha oh, oh, oh. <laughs> ha. yeah this part, hmm, not so much. So it's like, you know, my mom, again, Middle Eastern mom, yeah. is constantly <laughs> saying to me, like, oh, are you going to go to jail? Are you going to go to jail? And I'm like, mom, I'm not going to go to jail for weed. Right. Probably just how I bank and stuff. I mean, yeah. just kidding. I'm not right? going to jail. Yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> I mean, obviously, that's changed now in the new emerging market. This was in the past right. in our traditional market. Kind of.
1: We need we need the Senate to vote on federal legalization, <laughs> like that's the reality. We talked about drugs earlier, but we need that.
0: Uh, wink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, super. Like. I mean, dude. Wink. I these cannabis companies need banking.
0: <laughs> Let's. That's. I know. Frick. It's like. I, I. I feel like sometimes I feel cool like a gangster, and sometimes I'm no. like, man, this sucks. Like when I want to do, I don't know, like rent a place or yeah buy something (laughs) these are real problems yes they really actually no they're real cannabis problems yeah did we fill up enough time i don't know but i'm gonna high five right (laughs) okay all right well guys a little all over the place today what can i say we got really hazy we have an amazing (laughs) team Um, but thank you so much if you're listening to this point because, uh, we love you guys. You should put your Instagram name. That's real professional. (laughs) (laughs) Greens with Grace saying goodbye. Stay elevated. Have a really lit night.
1: (laughs) Clean Cannabis Victoria. Have a good night. (laughs)